I'd like to take a minute to thank Mother Wolf Records for sponsoring this podcast. Mother Wolf is an independent label with a focus on artist development and career building. Mother Wolf is focused on partnering with talent in all genres. Run by former Columbia and Jive Records A&R executive Pablo Mathiasen, Mother Wolf's goal is to help artists find their audiences and move on to worldwide success. Currently, on the Mother Wolf roster is EDM pop artist Murado, pop punk emo rap artist Kay Williams, alternative melody men, recess radio, indie pop goddess Lauren Martinez, and hip hop body crusher Tate228. If you haven't heard it yet, we think you should. Current releases out include Atlanta hip hop artist Tate228 with his single Jive from his upcoming LP contact sport new jersey alternative group recess radio just released their album the legend of the boys who never fell asleep and pop punk emo rapper k williams who you've heard on the unsigned pop punk playlist currently has his third single out m.i.a from his debut ep called enjoy the stay which comes out on june 10th k williams ep includes his first songs released this year delete me and good afternoon both that were produced by Mile Green, who is known for his work with Paramore, All Time Low, Swaco, Sum 41, and much more. If it's pop punk or emo, and come out in the last 15 years, there's a good chance Mike Green had a hand in it. So let's see that happen with Kay Williams. Feel free to submit your demos to Mother Wolf. They're always looking for something to support. Follow them on Instagram, at Mother Wolf Records. Thank you so, so much. Let's get back to the show. Welcome back to another episode. Clearly, it's Monday. And uh, we're hoping that this catches you on either a shitty Monday morning to help you make it better or a good Monday morning. To make I was it worse. so confused. I was so confused because I'm like, it is Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, but they don't know but, that. They but no, know that. over in Radio Land, it is it Monday. Is Monday. Happy Monday. Happy Monday, everybody. Uh, get through the day. Like, have a good time. If you got a half hour drive to work, Make the half of this episode, dude. And then if yeah, you got a half do hour it. drive back, finish it on the way home. Because I'll it's tell you, so the second half is when it's always fun. And it's always fun in the beginning, too. Don't get me wrong. But the second half is where you get, you know, you've gone through work. And now you just need something funny. Well, the second half is where we get funny. Yeah, my boy. So without further ado, here's Friend Circle. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Where Did All My Friends Go, a podcast about life in the music industry. And today we have Zach and Aaron from the band Friend Circle from New Jersey. Guys, welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Thanks for having us. (laughs) So Friend Circle started out in uh, 2016 and you guys hustled playing shows, writing songs before even releasing your first record, which is Immuniversity is am I saying that right? I think I said that right. Uh, yeah. which you guys released over a year later. What would you say is your favorite song from those early years? Hmm. Aaron, you go first. Oh, <laughs> um, shoot. Uh, we have a track called No Room to Point Any Finger, and uh, it was actually one of the later songs that we added on the album. But for some reason, that's always stuck with me as my favorite. It's, I think it's the last track on the album, actually. 
All right. Good. good I mean, good answer. Good choice. So. Yeah. Okay. So I, oh no, my cat's scratching at the door. I like a few <laughs> songs on this. I like a few songs on that album. I like Flip Cup song because it's really fun. But like every time I like watch it, or not watch it, every time I fucking listen to it again, I'll hear songs like Kirsten and Pineapple Sauce. And I'm like, those songs are fucking dope. Like maybe we should redo those one day or something. Uh, so that, that would be my answer. But like, I guess like those three in particular, but fucking in university is probably our most popular song on that album. And like, when I listen to that, I'm like, Oh, I get that too. You know, but it's, it's fun. Cause it's so like, uh, adolescent. I feel like As we were actually talking, we've talked about this a few times now, uh, on the podcast, but like, <clears throat> I really love, like, it's one of my favorite things of going back and listening to, to like old songs and stuff. And then just being like, you know, man, why didn't this song take off? This one's a banger, man. We should try again. We should, we should re-record it. You know, it's it's always it's always fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. It is, and I know we did that with one of them, and it was like it was a process that was like so quick. And I think we like recorded the song in like a few days, and it was just so much fun like doing it because it was it was almost like not a serious thing. We're just like, yeah, fuck it. Let's do it. Let's try this. All right, we tried that the first time. Let's do all this new stuff the second time. And it turned out okay. I think I would like to do it eventually. Oh, yeah. Just do the whole album. Isn't that kind of like, back to even what Aaron was saying, how he was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure that song was on the, you know, the last song on the record where it's like, it's weird how sometimes you kind of just pull a song out of your ass and you're like, ah, let's record this, see what this sounds like. And then it turns out like being like really fucking good. And you're just you're just like oh shit <laughs> okay <laughs> like because like, I remember when I went to the studio with uh, my band's first EP we had four songs but like we really want this to be a five song EP and like, I was like well I got this shitty acoustic song or whatever <laughs> and then like turns out it's like our most popular track now from that EP and I'm just sitting there like what the had I put more thought into this this might have done so much better. <laughs> <laughs> It's when you least expect it, honestly. Like just yeah. life in general. When you least expect something, it turns out to be the best thing. Or, it's and, true, it, and it, it applies in the music industry as well. So give me give me an example for you guys, whether it's you know, songwriting, music, uh uh shows that you played, artists that you shared with like stage with. Uh what has been some of the weirdest, least expected kind of moments? Hmm. Uh I mean, I think it's always interesting for me, kind of going back to the, uh, like, creating music. I mean, I swear, multiple times at practice, uh, Zach would just come in with a basic riff or honestly just jamming, just uh, just a little quirky idea. And then I bounce an idea back to him, just playing drums. And somehow that turns out to be, like, some of our favorite songs. Um, we have one song, I think our latest single was Life of the Party, where it mm-hmm. honestly just started off as a simple riff and it was almost written in a like one or two practices. So that's, I don't know. I think that's one example. That's sick. That's so sick. You go for it, Bear. I was just, I was just saying that that's freaking awesome. Like I, I love the, I love that. And I miss that dichotomy. I miss that, uh, not dichotomy, uh, dynamic. That's the word I missed. I missed the dynamic of like practices and like getting together and actually like, like writing. And, and cause I, I've been, uh, I've been stuck in what I consider like the the Nashville rut, which is like, ah, I'm just kind of writing at my studio, you know, like just 
writing songs piece by piece, which is good. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just, but at the same time, it's like, I kind of wish that sometimes I'd just like have some homies over and we would just like play music. jam and just, yeah, but like not jam to like, Hey, let's, let's like cover some songs more like, Hey, like I came up with this really cool riff the other day. Let's like flush it out. And you flush it out as a band. I, I miss that. You know, I miss that, that dynamic. And I think that's really cool. that friend circle still has that. Yeah. We, 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 me and Zach have, I mean, we've been working together for, four or five years now somehow we have this good chemistry of uh of writing music together and literally just last week zach showed me a new tune and he's like oh i have like the first half of it done but i don't have like the second half well we jammed through it at one practice got a lot of stuff done with it and then literally this past week we kind of finalized it and it's already like it it, it could be ready to record if we really wanted to so that's how fast like things come together And and it's and it's a beautiful thing when it does yeah, absolutely. And to put it in perspective, that kind of chemistry is hard to come by. Like, absolutely, there's not mm-hmm. a lot of bands that can flush ideas like out like that within days, weeks, like whatever it is. That's really hard to come, guys. So that's that's really awesome and exciting to hear from you guys. And that's great for us, the listeners, because <laughs> <laughs> new music coming out quicker than than most. Let's freaking go! <laughs> so, Aaron. Aaron spilled oh. the beans already. Oh God! Oh, oh God! You did it! Oh we God! Unsigned Pop Punk exclusive. <laughs> We're getting all the exclusives. <laughs> so I've come across you've you guys have over the years now have played with a lot of really cool artists, uh, and one of of all the cool artists that I came across that I saw you performed with, I would have to say, Artie Lang was an interesting gig. Uh, for those of you who don't don't know, listening, Artie Lang is a comedian most known for the Howard Stern Show, Mad TV, and one of my favorite movies, Dirty Work. How'd you end up opening for a comedy show? Holy shit. I think this is the Atlantic City show we played. Yeah. yeah. So, I know we never saw Artie Lang. No? <laughs> no. <laughs> we never saw the man. Uh, <laughs> I mean, this is going back. This is going back a few years now. I, I, yeah. mean, I know we were kind of set up right outside of the stage venue area where he was performing. We never met him, unfortunately. Which my I my parents grew up listening to Howard Stern and Artie Lang, and I've listened to Howard Stern a little bit as I got older. But um, I mean, unfortunately, he's taken some odd turns but uh he's a he's funny as hell and i don't even know how did we even get lined up with that zach that's going back it was somebody in the atlantic city scene i can't even remember at this point but we were like yeah this is fucking awesome let's do it that was like like our first hyped up show i forget what movies he's in but at the time i was like oh this is cool yeah and then i think we ended up playing like on the pier in atlantic city and it was like it was just an interesting kind of show, and like we weren't even inside the comedy club that he performed at. We we're just like outside of it, where like there was a bar and like I think like a bunch of other like shops. Like it was an interesting time. So were you guys able to go into the comedy like club afterwards? Like were, though you played like it was in conjunction with the show, right? It was like built. It was like marketed. I actually I don't remember. <laughs> was it? Was it even like on the flyer? 
It was it was on the flyer. I mean, I know we we advertised it like it was on the flyer. We yeah. uh, we were we I were told it was like that, but I don't think it ended up being like that. <laughs> like I don't think it was like friend circle and then Artie Lang. Like I don't think that was ever a thing. I can't. It was remember. more so like Artie Lang was playing that day, and you just so happened to book a show on the same day. <laughs> like, oh, wait, right there's there's gonna, those people on the boardwalk. Remember, they had like the flyers. They were like, remember we were supposed to pass them out. <laughs> Yeah, I, it was I, a weird. There's some weird stuff that goes on in the local scene, and this is one example of that. Like we're gonna have we're we're gonna have to find the flyer because I remember us posting about it on Facebook back in the, back a few years ago. So we'll, we'll we'll find out for sure. We'll send it to you. <laughs> punk and oh, yeah. comedy question mark? Yeah, right. Like <laughs> you got it. Is, like uh, self deprecating va- bands and people who will like <laughs> talk shit to you. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Well, because I, you know, I saw like I was looking through at like the shows you've played and stuff, and I was like, this doesn't make sense. Okay. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> but like that's I like we've all had those kinds of shows that we are like, this oh yeah makes zero sense. Like, why am I here? <laughs> yeah, you can you can definitely chalk it up as one of those types of uh shows. Hey, but at least it's a cool experience though. And Atlantic City, like Atlantic City is pretty cool. Yeah, we right. do, we do we we've had we've had <laughs> no we've had our fair share of success in Atlanta City. We've had we've had some good shows, but we we've also had some bad shows. No, well, I mean you can have as one does. Bad, yeah, yeah. I mean that's pretty standard anywhere. <laughs> yeah, you're There's right. no only Atlantic City. <laughs> I have bad shows everywhere else. Atlantic City is the only place I have kind of good shows sometimes. <laughs> well, there you go. Actually, I don't think I don't think I've ever been to Atlantic City. That's okay. It's pretty hard. It's a gambling town, you know. It's you go, for, you go for the casinos, and that seems to be the thing. It's like you know? Vegas on the East Coast, but smaller. Yeah, that, more, yeah, pretty much. More illegal activity and prostitutes. More Ill, illegal. Oh yeah. Oh hell yeah! What to go? Oh, hell yeah! Not, Let's not go! Right? What is happening right now? <laughs> not speaking from experience, I just hear things. I hear stories. <laughs> huh. Well, I suppose that's because they legalized a lot of that stuff in Vegas. So, yeah, like which pretty is, much all of it. it, it yeah, it's pretty much. Uh, like I had friends tell me that, hey, we're going to Vegas. I'm so excited. What should I do? And I'm like, don't pick up any of the stripper cards on the street. And if someone <laughs> tells you it's a free ride, don't take the ride. It'll take you to a club that you do not want to be. And the door charge is incredibly high that's why Jeez. the ride is free <laughs> like, we, when i went to i went to vegas well, i got married in vegas but uh oh shit to, so it doesn't went, actually count oh no it full-on counts but uh yeah. counts even more because it was dope <laughs> as shit uh <laughs> but um i went with my dad and those like you're saying like the the cards like the for the strip clubs and stuff my dad calls them titty slappers because they're always sitting there fucking slapping <laughs> Slapping those, and I was it's just like, true. "Oh, that's." I was like, "That's terrifying." Really that, well, I was just like, "That's really intense, Dad." <laughs> like, also, like, don't pose for pictures with anybody because they will charge you money. Like, really? Oh yeah, I, I have no idea. Vegas I, is I just weird, walked dude. around, man. It was tight. Yeah, but I mean, like, it's cool if you're like there, like on a purpose. But if you're easily distracted, <laughs> oh boy, you're gonna lose a lot of money. <laughs> I I saw David Copperfield. Oh yo, that would have been sick. It was so cool. I got to go on stage. What? Yeah. My boy. Yeah. That's For awesome. real. He made a car appear in front of my face. A car. It was incredible. A car. 
a whole ass car. Yeah. So here, let me tell you the story quick. Yeah. I, this is okay. Yeah, this is not going so, unsettled. <laughs> so first off, uh, so I was in the crowd, and the way you could get on the stage for this trick is they threw out a bunch of like, like beach balls, and if you got it, you'd go on stage. My wife fucking dove to go get that beach ball for me, and I was like, "This is tight." So I went on there, and there was a whole bunch of people. So they made like you made like a square or like a square with like the back opening, and you each person held a part of a rope that just went around this. And there's like I don't know eight of us, and you just sat there. And then he's like, "I'm gonna make a car up here," and then this curtain drooped down right in front of us, right in front of the rope. And then all you hear is clang, 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 and opens up. It's like there's a fucking car. <laughs> Did you get to keep the car? No. Ah, damn it, Vegas. Nope. Nope. Uh, but it blew my fucking mind though i'll tell you that like mind was just blown i remember seeing him make the statue of liberty disappear on tv what? if you haven't seen that youtube it right. well, that's, i'm that's gonna have to for the day but back on track listening through you guys' discography <laughs> internet noise feels like uh more how do i say this? like internet noise feels more of what friend circle is currently would you say that is the album that you uh, really found your sound? Uh, I would say we're still finding it. Hmm. Like, especially like because Aaron's already talking about new stuff. I think mm -hmm. with us experimenting, especially going forward as a two-piece, I think we're falling into, especially like me personally, like I'm falling into like things that I've always liked and loved as far as music and kind of applying it to what I've learned from those projects, like taking internet noise and university and applying it to what we're doing now. Mm -hmm. I think the true sound of friend circle will be totally exemplified in whatever we do next. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Cause I, I would say like your, your latest single is definitely like a lot different. Yeah. Uh, and it is, it's a banger though. Uh, I, I really like like. I got into y'all when you guys uh, released uh, "Famous." That's because it came up on like a Discovery playlist or something like that. And I was like, "Oh yeah, this shit's tight!" Like, hell yeah, <laughs> yeah, thank you, yeah, absolutely. So you guys have been on the Unside Pop Punk Creator for a hot second, and uh, yeah, we really dig your sound. We dig what you guys are doing, and um, I, for one, I'm excited for this new song Aaron's talking about. So that's gonna be. Sweet. <laughs> Oh god. The one he's talking about might be a little bit, but uh, so tell me what oh I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Go go right. Okay. I oh I have a pro I, I'm a dick. I have a problem. <laughs> it's because he's hungry. We talked about that. Oh, I'm so I am so ornery right now. It is not dude. I feel you. I was late for the task I had to eat. I was fucking starving to <laughs> to be fair. I was actually late to our earlier meetup. Like to get ready beforehand because I was eating. So <laughs> gotta eat, dude. But it's, it's true. It's I don't even remember what I was saying now. So might as well just go ahead. Honestly, like kind of me neither. <laughs> I'm just like, uh, just on this whole food idea. But so walk me through what it's been like uh since I mean we'll say since 2016, right? Since you were you released uh in university. Walk me through 
what it's been like between then and now with friend circle and how your mindsets have kind of either changed, adapted, or uh, <laughs> improvised. <laughs> I don't like, well, like grown, maybe, maybe grown would be the best, the best term for that. How has the attitude with friend circle grown? I like this question because there's a lot of, there's just so many things that popped in my head. Like when you said that, like, I think, like I was saying, the early days seemed kind of like adolescent with university, and it almost seemed like we didn't really know what we were doing. We were just kind of doing it for the fun of it. And then I think at the time we were like blindly going into this and maybe expecting a lot of things to happen. And then we just kind of saw the whole other side of what the music kind of is at once. Was there a sense, like uh, a sense of a little bit of a reality check? Definitely. Yeah. Like, especially for me, because I was like, all right, I'm just going to write this fucking album, put this out. And like, things are only up from here. And like, there's definitely more challenges along the way than I expected, Absolutely. which is, it's, it's a good thing. Cause it like pushes you to keep trying new things and doing stuff that you wouldn't normally do. Like if let's say like that just like took off and whatever, like I just, probably would have stagnated way sooner than like I want to, but Mm. I think there's a lot of good things happening from all the challenges we're facing. So I would say like, especially in like today's day and age with like all the changes and how we consume music and how you like discover music and TikTok and all that shit. Like there's always something challenging to overcome and it's like constant projects. So I kind of like that. But at the same time, it's like, it's a grind. Yeah. It's like work worth doing, but you weren't expecting to do the work. <laughs> you know, like. like Absolutely. I, and I know that sounds like kind of like, I, I don't want it to sound shitty. That's not what I'm trying to. No, but that is literally it's, like, it's, that is such a good like saying right there, though. Like that you just never think, would never think of it that way. Yeah. Okay. Well, good. I'm glad it came across. All right. <laughs> at least. Because like there, so. <laughs> there's, there's, there's a truth to that. There's a truth to this reality check and i think we talked about this a little bit on the podcast with um uh yesterday actually with the because we were on a podcast with uh, the high school never ends we talked about this idea behind like let's use tiktok right how it's the gold rush right now it's kind of the the standard for for getting uh attention and everyone rushes to tiktok to try to create the next best thing and there's all this pressure and and then when it doesn't happen it's like a reality check and then they try to do it again and they further downward spiral into uh oblivion and into depression or like hey i'm not good enough or i'm not doing it right or what am i doing wrong and it's like the reality check kind of slaps you across the face and goes do it different do it your way don't mm-hmm. do it the way you know, other bands have done it in the past. Don't mimic a band because you're like, you're not that band. Stop trying to be that band, be you. Mm-hmm. And there's a little, sometimes there's a little even too much like vagueness. And, oh, just be you, do what you like. It's like fucking what that means is find out who you are as a person, figure out where that goes in your band and take it and run with it. And I think that's been something that we've encouraged on this podcast and with Unside Pop Punk is, is a sense of individuality within your band. 
because the work is going to come and hit you across the face like a freaking freight train and you're not ready for it. Was I ready for Spotify analytics? Nope. <laughs> I had no <laughs> idea. I, but then, but you better believe I was on the beta when Apple came out with theirs. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, right, now right. my radar's on, I'm ready to go. Or, you know, I wasn't ready for this RD Lang show, but at the same time, my radar is now open to like more shows like this in Atlantic city, just because of that opportunity. So it's like all this different work kind of can pop up out of nowhere and you have to be ready for it. And by switching your mindset around from, you know, the idea that you had mentioned earlier, Zach about, uh, Oh, you know, we'll release this record and it's all up from here. Switching your mindset around is, is like, let's release this record and get our foot in the door. Let's see what's behind the door. Let's, you know, is it, is it a drop off or is it like stairs? You know what I mean? Or is it just another fucking door? Like, so that's usually idea, just like, another door, just another fucking door. Dude. <laughs> like it's always another fucking door. Yeah. So I, I love that. I love the way that you guys are thinking about it and being like very, very aware and intentional about your moves and how you're doing it. And then, again, we can hear it in the progression from your discography. From ba- like back from 2016 to where you are now, what you put out is like sounds so much different. And there's that idea that Zach had mentioned about um, adolescence. And I think if I may, and stop me if I'm if I'm rambling or stop me if I'm wrong, but there's this <laughs> idea of longevity and maturity in music. It's like I don't necessarily want to be playing my adolescent shit when I'm 40, when I'm 50. But I know for a fact I still want to be playing music. So how do I adapt with the times, listen to new things that are like in with pop music and write shit that is not as I'll use childish for lack of a better term. So I love I yeah, I love how you've been super intentional about that. And it pays off. It's showing. It's awesome. That's what I hear. And like when I and I I just got to touch on what you said, I think you hit the nail on the head with a lot of that stuff. Um, it resonates with me as far as, you know, just kind of looking over everything you've done and being willing to learn and take that next step and view what you've done objectively. It can make or break how your future is going to look. So like, I totally resonate with all of that. Um, and I wouldn't mind playing like, I guess it depends really on how far or how much a song means to an audience. Like sure. We'll we'll probably always be playing famous or Mm -hmm. like maybe complication. It's like the Brendan Urie version of, uh, I write sins, not tragedies, you know, like, (laughs) yeah, it's, it's like one of our most popular songs. So definitely, I can't see us ever not playing it, but who knows? And that's, and that's just it. Like, um, it's, like taking all the good things from who you are and even like taking those out of like the youthful sound and then applying it to what you know now, especially about life and also like honing it down into something maybe that's like, okay, this is like, like this lyric is bullshit. It doesn't mean anything to anybody, but like this lyric can be interpreted in so many different ways for a vast audience. So. Yeah, and like just like compacting that into like the right emotions, um, and then just making the music kind of fit. I don't know. Like uh, I'm just excited because absolutely, yeah. 
Aaron, what would you say that you're like hearing, hearing, uh, you know, Zach's response versus like, you know, not versus uh, to what I've been talking about here and what, what I've seen as a listener of the growth of your music, where do you stand on that mentally? Like, where are you at? Uh, I mean, when, when I first got with the, uh, Zach and we started jamming just me and him, uh, I was, just, that was the first, this is the first band, first band I've ever been in. And I was just doing it for fun. No intentions of, you know, taking it as serious as we have, but over time, how we've, how talented, I'm not, I'm, I try to stay humble, but knowing how well, like, I like these songs and the reception that we were getting from other people. I'm like, okay, let's try to push this thing further. Mm-hmm. And we added some members in, in that time over the years and we grew and grew. We wrote our EP and then we wrote internet noise. And I was like, okay, we're getting even a better reception. We're playing bigger shows. We're going on tour across the Midwest and up through the Northeast and all that. So it was like, let's, let's see how far we can go with it. And honestly, for me, at the end of the day, our music is putting a smile on people's faces. If they're enjoying it, listening it through Spotify or Apple Music, I don't know. That's that's what makes my heart warm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Of course, I strive every day with Zach to make this a full-time job for both of us. And I'm, I think we're on the right path where we stand right now. But uh, as long as, I don't know, as people are enjoying the song, singing along at shows, that's what I don't know. That's what keeps it's me. All that matters. It's honestly exactly. all that matters. Making the connections with people and exactly and let it, and it, even one upping that, going, damn, my song really made a difference. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah! Like Hell yeah, yeah, like we see, like I've we get random posts from people and like someone ordered some merch from Japan and I'm like, how did our music even get over there? And they're really <laughs> connecting with it. Or some guy from Utah posting about it on Facebook and I'm like. I don't know. I never thought that would happen, but it, it does, like, I don't know, warm my heart. And I'm like, okay, let's keep going because we got a good thing going between Zach and I. Yeah. So if you guys could give our listeners one piece of advice that you know now that you wish you knew when you were first starting out. Oh. <laughs> oh, uh, fuck. There's a lot of things. <laughs> There's so many. You got a couple just yeah. bit fire. Um, okay. You gotta, you gotta invest in marketing your music just as much as you invest in recording it. Yeah, that'd be my one thing. Um, have fun. Don't worry about making mistakes live and all that shit. I mean, like, like don't play like trash, but like, <laughs> but like if you make a mistake, then let it roll it. off your shoulder. Right? Don't, yeah. don't get hung up on it. Yes, and. Um, damn, fucking, I'm sure, like, I don't know, not that we're fucking huge or anything, but I hope, like, there's a point where we can support ourselves, but, like, just fucking believe in that grind that it's possible, you know, like, there's a lot, like, what's the term a lot of people fucking say, like, imposter syndrome, like, fuck that, Mm. fuck all that, like, do what you want to do, and if believe in yourself fucking do it i think and i i would say i think i have a serious one and then more of a heartfelt one obviously business wise you want to make your image look good and be on point with your branding um 
I know back in the day we had some crappy pictures of us and we thought that was the best looking stuff we've ever had, but you want to make yourself look professional. And then on the other side of it, you got to have good chemistry with your bandmates. And, uh, Mm. honestly, that's how I started with Zach and I'm still here now. So I think that's a, a big priority. Absolutely. And honestly, like that's part of, so our listeners have heard us say this before, um, getting back to basics, Mm -hmm. um, having good chemistry with your bandmates is a back to basics uh, mentality because you can have the success that you want or uh, whatever your definition of success is that can all be given to you. But the moment, you know, you don't have that chemistry with your bandmates, there's, there's a rift, there's a divide and it's not as good as it could be. So it's like, go back to basics, man. If you, start off with a good chemistry and a good band and a solid foundation then sky's the limit and who's to say you know what maybe like i've been in bands where uh you know members have come and gone because the chemistry is not there it's okay to have that uh discussion or to have that hard look at yourself and you're like oh no this is the lineup that i thought was going to make it big get that out of your head and just do you, do what's best for you, what's best for the people around you, and ultimately what's going to be best for the band. So, guys, thank you so much for that. We're going to go to a quick break, and we'll be right back with our next segment. And we're back. Once again, we want to thank Friend Circle for being on the podcast. Guys, again, this is awesome. Thank you for just taking time out of your day. All the way out from New Jersey. Uh, I've personally been enjoying Friend Circle. I still enjoy Friend Circle. And uh, I'm just thankful that they're on this podcast. But we're kind of done talking about the whole music stuff. That gets, uh, it gets boring. Who gives a shit? We do that on the daily. right? <laughs> Who cares? Like, I don't give a shit. I give a shit. <laughs> that's, that's, I don't even uh, care. I don't even. I, why am I even cares? here right now? I don't even, <laughs> even give cares? a shit. Um, but with that, I mean, we get it. You've been asked the same questions over and over again. Oh, what about this? What about that? What's it like releasing music? Who gives a damn? We're going to talk about. <laughs> He's oh, so hungry, guys. He's so hungry. <laughs> it's so bad. You can hear the meat. You, you can, can hear, hear you, the Can you hunger. hear? It's, yeah, it's my stomach speaking. Yeah. <laughs> this next segment is called the Obscure Questions segment. Oh, okay. gosh. That's, yeah, this has nothing to so, do with music. So yeah, so now. Wrap it. These are, this is a, you know, we tell everybody. Um, if they don't make, just be prepared because you might think there's more to a question that, that than there is, there is, and it just might be done. That's and you it. just that you just have to answer it the way it is. Way we it is. purposefully do not come up with these until very close to podcast time. There are random questions that we have just popped in our heads. You guys ready for it? Oh, jeez. Right, I'm gonna yeah. take, I'm gonna take okay. the first one at least. Let me do it. Okay, me, you, you're, you're, too, you're too you're too you're too hungry. You're right. This okay, would only, this would only infuriate me, <laughs> and it's only gonna make. I mean, just listening to it's only gonna make it Hold worse on. for you. But it's okay. So, what's the most you've ever spent on a Taco Bell order, and how oh. much is too much? Aaron, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> I like how um, I like how far Aaron went back in his seat. Is it on, oh! <laughs> see, I'm I'm already thinking too much. Is it on myself or with a group of friends? On myself, I've probably spent. Probably at least twenty-five to thirty. That's so much. <laughs> but boy, that, doesn't, that doesn't have cheap. me. That does not have me beat. 
Oh, well, we'll get to you then. <laughs> uh, yeah, 20, 25 or 30 for me. Exactly. There you go. So on a $20, $25 order, though, what is on that order? Yeah, what's, oh, what's Aaron's Taco Bell order? If Man, I'm super hungry. Aaron has the tour munchies right now. I mean, I, I, I like, I would definitely get a Mountain Dew Baja Blast Freezy. Um, yep. Get one of them. I like mm-hmm. their chicken quesadillas. I'd, I'd at least get two or three uh, Doritos Locos tacos. Right. Um, add a cheesy gordita crunch on there. Um, add another, a couple Cinnabon delights. Uh, a 12 I mean, I pack is what he means by a couple. A tw- <laughs> I mean, I could eat a 12 pack, honestly. <laughs> um, I think that's, I mean, is that around the $20 mark? Because I know the quesadillas are pretty expensive. Dude, I don't that's know the I'm thing at. is I don't I don't know because probably like, around I spend like $15 on me and my wife and I get a lot of fucking food. Mm. I'm, so, yeah, I'm, I think that's what I'm floating around. That's usually, I, I'll be stuffed after that. That's usually my go-to order and that's about $20, $25. Nice. So. I like it. Zach, what you got for us? Um... <laughs> Okay, so I don't know the I don't know the amount. Zach's but... a toothpick to begin with. Zach's a toothpick to begin with. So Doesn't mean like I feel like mentally I'm resonating with Aaron right now like, on a lot of on a lot of here, boy levels. Let, let, let me yes. say this though: to, doesn't mean toothpicks can't eat though, because uh, Matt Stoney. Uh, I don't know I if know you guys what you're talking about. Yep. Yeah. Okay. It's true. Yep. Okay, so same. I don't know costs, but I get the same thing every time I go. <laughs> And I get the beefy five layer burrito. It's about three twenty five. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, fuck, what else do I get? I'll get that. Wait, and I'll get a soft shell taco. Okay, it's like one ninety supreme, oh. and Doritos Locos supreme. I don't know what it comes out to. Oh, nice. So whatever that you're, you're, you're about around ten bucks. About ten bucks. Yeah, a little less than See, ten. I always get the. Yeah. I always get those like. Crave cases like the bell boxes, you know, five dollar oh, yeah, box. Yeah, yeah, those are good. The like, most, yeah, I mean, it, the thing wrecks me. It also matters if that you know how Taco Bell comes out with their limited edition menu, like their fries or something. Well, and you got to try that every time. Yeah, so I'll tack on that. So that'll get me around 22, 23. You know, right. I'm obviously between me and Zach, I'm the one that likes to eat more. So I'm very passionate about this subject. Well, well, bear, before we get to Bear, though, I want to know everybody's opinion on that grilled cheese burrito though because mm. not great i have oh, not, I, I, have not I like had it that yet you've not I, had a grilled cheese not. i like the grilled cheese it's, burrito it's, bear it's, it's not, just the, it's the not greasiness of, the of touch of just having it is it's, it's so it's that that bothers it makes it hard to eat oh but it's so good it's it is good but it's not mm. my favorite and sometimes and most times they burn the cheese don't no, burn, it's okay because burnt cheese is delicious not when it's covered <laughs> in freaking uh like cornstarch and eh. it's just like bah. stop it bear what's what wanna... is your what's your order 41 dollars <laughs> and 23 cents holy <laughs> for just bear yes yeah. yeah Sheesh. what the fuck was in that order bear like, okay so i can't remember everything right because this was a while ago and i was massively high <laughs> did that but, come with a stock in taco bell itself in the company or something you know, no, no I, shit I, uh no <laughs> <laughs> i i rented it i rented taco bell for like two days um so okay my my uh, cheesy gordita crunch right okay i always gotta get the cheesy gordita but i add uh, uh jalapeno or jam and jalapeno or like or 
whatever the creamy jalapeno that's what it's called then i get the, jam and uh, jalapeno that's, that's uh, buffalo wild wings that's, that's buffalo uh, wild wings, uh and then i get the crunch wrap supreme but i add potatoes and jalapenos and then i get a beef for five layer i add potatoes and then i get a uh, uh i had a chicken quesadilla just normal actually we don't need to fuck with the chicken quesadilla uh i got a large drink and uh i also <laughs> saw the box so i was like oh i'm gonna get the box so that's where i get my drink so cinnamon Jesus. twist soft shell taco and i was like fucking Soft shell. I love soft shells. I ordered three more soft shells. <laughs> <laughs> Were you able to eat all of this? Over the course of three hours. Yes. Jesus. I got gotcha. Well, the oh. answer to how much is too much is $40. <laughs> no, it's $40. <laughs> and you went over. I didn't need that extra <laughs> soft shell taco. <laughs> and Ooh. I'm paying for it now with this whole diet thing that we're doing. So, And this was like like this it was like three years ago so i i have since i now only spend about 15 bucks but that's because i customize everything like i'm willing to spend the extra money to get it my way you know and like, i hear you i hear you and do you remember when um i'm such a piece of shit i can't remember what band did this but at the last show we played in north carolina somebody got taco bell and they got their order wrong because they were vegetarian and they asked for no meat and they got four cheesy gordita crunches. So dude walks up to the merch stand where I'm, where I'm at with my girlfriend and he's like, hey, you guys hungry? Do you want Taco Bell? Because I got all these and they had meat in them. So they just gave them to me for free. I was like, fuck yeah, dude. I was dude. starving at the time. Yeah, I do, I, do so remember, I do remember you saying that, telling me that. Dude, that, that guy came through and I, I don't remember who it is. I feel like a fucking asshole for that, but like <laughs> that bitch came through. <laughs> yeah. Che- cheesy gordita crunches are probably one of my favorite so things They're to get. They're like there. the they most really solid thing that you can get there. Okay, next question. Uh, what if we're all just living life within a massive Renaissance painting on some Italian mansion in the 1600s? That's it. That's the question. What if? Is that a statement? Or is... No, it's a question. It's a what it's if. A like, what if we are? It's a what if. Okay, what so if... if we are. Aaron, I have a lute. And I'm just playing, and Aaron's, like, in the painting, and he's, like, hitting, like, a like an ancient drum, and we're, we're playing, like, a like a rendition of Famous, but, like, there's, like, flutes and <laughs> LARPing in the background. La- mm, don't get a boy on LARPing. <laughs> but you're scared of swords <laughs> yeah but these ones have foam <laughs> i'm not scared of swords it's a phobia of being stabbed <laughs> oh that's true that's rational yeah well, as, as no, like as no, like one no, goes his, his phobia isn't being scared of of being stabbed though it's it's li- being it's stabbed being with the sword stabbed with the sword in particular yeah because i've been stabbed at the knife like i'll be like the swords yeah. freak me out yeah, like just the sword. Like yeah. that's the irrational part. Also, we're just gonna gloss over for you two the whole being stabbed with the nice thing. We don't have to go deep into that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just because I just saw Zach's face go. I think, but I think Bear. I think if if you and I were in this Renaissance painting, we would be the two fat men like laying on the uh, like on a chair. But not with grapes. It'd oh, not like with grapes. Meat, like it'd with Taco like... Bell. <laughs> well, they didn't have Taco Bell in the Renaissance. I don't care. This so is it'd my just be fucking meat. <laughs> this is your Renaissance. <laughs> this is like, a what if question, man. None of this is real. Taco Bell dripping from my leg. It's just like that. 
It's just a taco up there, but like sauce dripping on your oh, chest and stuff. Dude, this is um, a beautiful. Sexual. It's this a beautiful is... painting. I could tell already. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron's the artist. Like I'm gonna put a little sauce right there. <laughs> I will detail it to be a cheesy gordita crunch. <laughs> taco Bell, right, please sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> Feed the beat. All right, Aaron. What about you? What What's your Renaissance painting? Oh sheesh! Uh, now I'm just thinking about Taco Bell. Um, no, same. It's it's a problem. <laughs> I mean, I'd imagine like I don't, in one of those fancy outfits or whatever type of Renaissance outfit they wore back in the day. Uh, probably playing, uh, probably playing some kind of drum or I don't even know. This this is this is throwing me a curveball, but I'd go You're along wrong. the lines with what Zach uh, stated: playing some type of instrument. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! All right, next question. Okay, this is going to be the last question of the obscure question segment. If you had the last $2 bill in existence, what would you spend it on? Uh, (laughs) Two pack of uh, Cinnabon Delight. My boy. (laughs) That or... um, I was gonna say drumsticks, but I can't. Drumsticks aren't two dollars, so I don't. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with the Cinnabon delights. Honestly, you trust your instinct. That was the right. Call. Yeah, that's that's your gut. You're getting yourself ready for the next segment. Yeah. See. Yeah. I do that. One. <laughs> uh, does it have to be something that's you can only buy with two dollars? No, you just have to. You just uh, whatever. You just use it. I'm just know. using it. It's, 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 <laughs> I don't know. But it I mean, actually, it, you know what? Let, let, let's say right? yes because Aaron, Aaron didn't yeah. know. That. So Aaron went yes. with the two dollars, so you get let's two dollar item. Two dollar yeah. item. Oh, Chris, Chris <laughs> like, what can you buy for two? I don't know. Like, probably a Red Bull or something. I don't, it's weird because I have a two dollar bill and it just sits there. Like, I, I just don't fucking care about it. Like, <laughs> like I don't know. I'd buy a Red cans Bull. of Arizona iced tea. Oh, yeah. you, have two, you, you have two pennies left over, depending if the state doesn't do sales tax. Hey, True. but what kind of Arizona iced tea, though? They just I'm, released a uh, a uh, a strawberry uh, Arnold Palmer. Oh yeah, so, it's so ooh, there's love. there's that one, and then the raspberry. Arnold Palmers are great. Straw the strawberry one, especially. You're, ta- you're really talking good. to a fat dude who like really likes food. <laughs> I'm double the, around. I'm a fan of the uh, grape one. Grape Arizona's. Okay. Okay. Grape. Yeah, yeah. You've never seen a grape. Is one? that not? No, I don't have grape around here. Oh, that's grape. I've had grape before. Like in a can? Like the can ones? Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Grape, grape, grape Aid, I think it's called. Grape Aid. The Fruit Punch is good too. Fruit Punch is good. The RX one is pretty good too. Hmm. Oh, yeah. My dad used to drink that shit. It's pretty good. Yeah. I need to figure out this grape thing. Fair. You, you talk Wisconsin. about grapes. I'm going to take a 30 second break. Give me a sec. Yeah. I need well, to go get some grape drink. Oh my God. My God. Okay. So I actually, so I live in Wisconsin. Pat lives in Duluth. Uh, I live in Madison, Wisconsin. Pat lives in Duluth, Minnesota. So even between the two of us, we have like different things that like, I don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> like, it's, it, so I've never seen a grape Arizona. That's crazy. Yeah, they're pretty. You're, they're pretty common. <laughs> what that, bud? Huh? Did I say that? I don't know. What you mean. <laughs> oh, it, it, it just—it must have cut out or something. They're common over there. 
I've I've seen them in pretty much every convenience store that sells Arizona. That's that's my go-to. I like that one and the uh, iced tea lemonade, the Arnold Palmer one. Yeah, that one's really good. Maybe I'm just not looking hard enough. That could be it. I'm a pretty lazy fuck. You, you know what you what? They should be everywhere. Like, I feel like around here you can see one Arizona tea. You see all of them. All of them. Like, maybe it's like a shipping thing. I don't know. Who knows? All right. Well, Pat's back. So, Pat, you want to bring us into our last segment, my boy? Okay. This is our last segment. It's called Rapid Fire Questions. You're just going to speak from the heart, shoot from the hip. Whichever first answer comes to your brain, that's your answer. Okay. Coke or Pepsi? Pepsi. Coke. Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Star Wars. Wars. Mario or Luigi? Mario. Mario. I was just saying, somebody says Luigi. I was like, you had an older brother, didn't you? (laughs) Oh, Luigi for me, all the way. You had an Uh, older brother, didn't you? I did, yes. yes, (laughs) Can either of you sing us the Bagel Bites jingle? No. no, I cannot know. So. Okay, Bear told me if it, if I ask it, I have to sing it. So, pizza in the morning, pizza in the evening, pizza at supper time. If pizza's on a bagel, you can eat pizza anytime. There you Which go. is statistically correct. Yeah, no. no, that was beautiful. Thanks, thanks. <laughs> Gwen Stefani or Haley Williams? Um. I like I like no doubt so Gwen Stefani. Nice. Uh probably Haley Williams. All right. All right. Back to Taco Bell. Hard shell or soft shell tacos? Soft shell all day. Hard shell. It's not even closed. <laughs> <laughs> soft shell. What? I haven't I haven't gotten a soft shell taco from Taco Bell in years. In years. I just I don't know. Hard shell, the Doritos Locos taco. So messy. No, it's so shell. It does get the, messy. The only time I'll go hard shell is the Doritos Locos Taco. Otherwise, soft agreed. shell all day. I'm Final question. This is the last question of the podcast. Some 41 or yellow card? Some 41. Yellow card. <laughs> you would. All right. All right. <laughs> you would. So we actually have a, a, a that is about 50 50 between like. Yeah. Like with the vision and all that. So that's pretty yeah. fantastic. <laughs> all right. Well, we hope we cause a forever lifelong feud between the two of you. And with that, guys, do one more thing for us. Plug your band, plug your brand, promote yourselves. What's going on next? Tell us where we can find Friend Circle. The floor is yours. Zach, take it away. All right. So Friend Circle, spelled without vowels. We are your new favorite pop punk band. Find us on all social media. Keep your eyes peeled for new music. And for just an all over friend circle fucking thing. Yeah. yeah. And go ahead and professionalize that for me, please. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're friend circle at friend circle on all social media. We have our own website. We have merchandise on there. We can be found Spotify, Apple music, YouTube, Amazon music, wherever you consume music. Deezer. We're there. Deezer as well. Can't um, forget Deezer. <laughs> But yeah, we're working on new stuff. Hopefully, uh, playing some shows some point during this year. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's a new chapter, new era for Friend Circle coming up. Hell yeah! Well, we can't wait, guys, and our listeners can't wait, and I'm sure you guys can't wait. 
But uh, with that, this has been another episode of Where Did All My Friends Go, a podcast about life in the music industry. This has been Friend Circle. We'll catch you guys next week.